0: To episode four, the Wrist Check Podcast. The gang is back together again. Yes, yes. Didn't take um, for that to happen. Yeah. Four episodes in, I guess it's a commitment. Um, we're here doing the damn thing again. This episode, um, we're going to title this episode. This episode is called The Battle Royale. Um, we got a lot of questions in our... Um, on our Instagram page, uh, via direct message from some of the, the five, uh, folks following us, um, a lot of people who are new to either collecting watches or, or just timepieces in general. Um, and so I wanted to use this episode, uh, as a, as a, as a vehicle to sort of converse about different definitions um with respect to watches, but also be able to share our perspective. Mm. Yeah. Um, before we get to that though, wrist check.
1: Informisive wrist check. <laughs> you starting
0: it off again. <laughs> Listen, uh who wants you want to start us off again? I'm starting We're
1: it Let's go. off. Let's go. Let's get it. To Rashawn. Right. Um I'm gonna go swatch chrono from the nineties. Um I'm a nineties baby. Okay, so anything in the 90s, I'm a sucker for. Respect. Um, you know, previous episode, I was wearing a uh, 90s Yeah. Um Anything 90s-inspired, anything sourced from the 90s, I'm all over it. If it's birth year, I'm all over it. So, you know, for me, this was a no-brainer. Um, just the cool, crazy, quirky um, colorways in the dial and just... Um, you know the cool fact of it being like a quartz movement and how it just like operates is is crazy to me. So this was a no-brainer when I when I was able to acquire this, I was very very happy.
2: Also, I, I must point out, you look very handsome today. Where are you going? <laughs> <laughs> oh man, listen. This dude got a vest on. He I got saying, that dress got shirt, got shirt on. Code.
1: Listen, I'm not going on a plane today. But I am going somewhere. Okay, okay.
0: respect. Very. Long as long as he's on his way. I think. Uh, <laughs> I think great choice in, in the watch selection. Um, I remember the, the previous episode we were talking about towards the end, just being able to have fun with timepieces. Swatch is, is a Swiss-made company, um, but definitely also a very fun watch brand mm-hmm. that does really cool and interesting pieces. Uh, I'm actually looking at one now for my daughter for Christmas because. Vicariously through me, she is now interested in watches. She's only four, so I'm having a lot of fun with that. So, kudos to you, sir. Uh, ben, what, what
2: what you going with? You've been talking a lot about bronze watches lately. Petty. Yes, I have. So, <laughs> I kind of echoed those sentiments and I threw on a bronze Oris Diver 65. Respect to you. Kind candy the collection. Kind of candy. My personal favorite dial, the pink dial. I think you it's gonna the kill best a killer cam of the three. with it. Super killer cam. I love cam. Full dip set. Yep. Pink, dial the best one. Uh, I got some pretty good patina on this. I was going to say it aged really well. Really well, right? Yeah, the yeah, bezel is yeah. almost like this dark brown color. I have my fingerprints all over the clasp and the lugs just from touching it all day. Respect. Uh, it's also one that I look at it and I get kind of happy because I'm wearing a pink watch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah. Oris does bronze really well. Yes. Uh, they've been doing bronze watches for a little bit um obviously they have the con candy they have the carl brashear yep. uh most recently the big pro pilot big date yep with the green uh, dial with the with the it's a green dial black no, dial black, oh black yeah. dial yeah. yeah. green, a green yeah green
2: strap yeah yeah, yeah
0: yeah um so they're they're definitely committed to bronze and they do it exceptionally well yeah i am a fan
2: also uh shout out to geronimo for those of you who know about oris geronimo, geronimo the ceo of oris Posting yes. us on his story, yes. repping the podcast. He Much appreciated, we have to say. sir. He's awesome. a great man. We've hung out several times. Took me to a Yankee game. Very fun guy to be around. Awesome. He was a lot a, about a He's incredible CEO. I love it he when is. I see people. If, if anyone on knows about hands-on. watch companies and their CEOs, Geronimo has to be the most interactive person on planet Earth when it comes to his clients. You just tag him on Instagram, he will repost you. He will talk to you. He That's loves awesome. being hands on.
1: Yeah, for sure. For sure.
0: Shout out to Geronimo. Shout out to Geronimo. Um, I decided to go. I went bronze today, too. As a matter of fact, so uh, we are gunning for bronze today. I went with uh, my most recent purchase and uh, I'm really, really enjoying this. Uh, I was fortunate enough to be able to purchase uh, a Tudor Black Bay 58 bronze uh boutique exclusive that's really good on you it does uh so matching this is the, the 39 millimeter case with the matching bronze bracelet yep um, new clasp though right the clasp is new i think they call this the t-fit um you know some people it's i think it's like you know reviews are mixed i love it i think it's great um
2: i love the dial the dial is
0: awesome. It so this watch, the uh, the the case and the face um, are identical to the the first bronze uh, black bay. Um, this one in the smaller fifty eight uh, case, uh, the dial is different. It's a gradient brown dial. Um, so it's 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 lighter in the center and it gets darker as you go out. Um, the case size being smaller i feel like gets everything proportionately just it's more aesthetically pleasing um it's developed a really nice patina uh when i first got this watch it looked like it was rose gold and it very quickly changed i actually took it to the beach almost immediately the week after and um swam in the ocean with it uh gave it a run for its money and uh it just gets better and better each day i really really love this watch i think tudor got it right um for sure yeah very happy with this
1: yeah i love that though
2: yeah man. beautiful piece
0: thanks man um so episode four battle royale yes um i want to get in into the thick of things so the first uh subject is movement classifications yes um one of the biggest questions that we get um And for those who are watching, who are seasoned watch collectors, um, obviously, you know, all this stuff. But we do have some people who are following us um, that are new to watch collecting. And, um, you know, we're going to make an effort to 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 start at the ground level of sorts and uh, bring them into the conversation. So with movements, I think first I want to get into quartz versus mechanical. Um you know wh- what's the difference between a quartz movement and mechanical movement yes. uh mechanical you obviously have automatic and manual wine mm. yes um Rashawn, you want to take us down that 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 lane of course, yeah,
1: I mean, just describing the quartz movement um of course, you know it was designed by um the Japanese company Seiko uh corporation. Um,
0: and you're actually wearing a, a quartz watch today, am, actually, I, now that I think about ironically, it. Ironically, so, yes. Yeah, yeah,
1: I am wearing a quartz watch. Um, initially, it was designed to actually create timepieces at an even more affordable price point. Yeah, more so,
2: affordable, more rapid, more easier to use. Yes. There's a lot of story behind the quartz movement, too, lot yes. the history.
1: yes. So, you know, when the course movement was introduced, it was to, um, you know, kind of check all of those boxes, which Ben um, had mentioned is like, well, how do we go ahead and create a timepiece that is beautiful and aesthetically pleasing, but at affordable price point? So it's like, well, how about we make it electronic? Mm Let's power with a battery. Um, Let's also make it to where we can pump out more pieces than, you know, someone working in a factory with a wa- uh, master watchmaker mm-hmm. that is literally putting these pieces together by hand. So, um, of course, as we know, you know, throughout time and how technology advances and how, you know, we um, yearn for convenience. Sure. Um, you know, going into automatic or manual timepieces, the quartz um, timepiece actually checked all those boxes. Mm-hmm. It lasts longer, it's more robust, you can count on it um, a lot longer than um, you know a manual or automatic yeah, piece. Yeah, most,
2: most uh, accurate thing in the world when it comes to movement. Quartz watch quartz. is outside, well outside of a digital watch.
0: Outside of digital watch, it is the most accurate. Uh, Analog. Yeah. Yes.
1: Um, so, with that being said, it's like, well, how do we
0: create, um, you
1: know, aesthetics with convenience? And the quartz was created. Mm-hmm. Um, so of course when the quartz um movement was created it did create what is what we know as the quartz crisis what's crisis yep. um put a lot of watchmakers on their heels and for the ones that didn't adapt they are extinct
2: yeah everyone thought the world was the animals <laughs>
1: um i mean you're talking about brands that have survived wars you're talking about um you know natural disaster or even um what we just came out of a global pandemic yeah um watch brands were able to survive those but not able to survive though. a single battery yeah like ben is saying so um the course movement is very very pivotal in watch making and watch creating and for me it's like i have no um like or dislike to a quartz watch? Obviously, wearing one and the irony in wearing one. Yeah. Um, just like brought it to my attention is the fact that as long as the watch is beautiful, I'm gonna. Yep. I'm gonna wear it regardless. 100. Tells time. 100%. It does its job. Listen, all watches do the same thing. They tell
3: yeah. time.
2: Yeah. 100. I'm looking into purchasing a quartz Grand Seiko for myself as we speak. So, they're doing really well.
0: Yeah. yeah. In regards to mechanical movements, I think a lot of people. Um, they understand the idea of the concept of a mechanical movement, Of course. right? It's self-explanatory. Um, what they might not realize is that there are two classifications of mechanical movements. Yes. Uh, you have automatic mm-hmm. and then you have the manual wound right. movements. Yes. Uh, you want to share a little bit about that?
1: Well, yeah, of course, you know, when it comes to Automatic and manual wound. I think sometimes when you are presenting a timepiece and you you speak to a watch and you say it is mechanical, someone gets confused and believe that it may be manual. Right. But mechanical is under an umbrella. Yes. Um, so I think you know when speaking of timepieces and introducing timepieces, you have to be specific as far as to whether it is mechanical or manual wound. Of course, we know in the world of a mechanical watch, the manual didn't come first. One hundred percent. Um, And of course, we seek um convenience because we are, um you know, creatures of habit. Is, yeah, creatures of habit, and We're we do. We we want things to be easy. We just want 100%. them to work.
2: We just we don't want to think about them. Yeah. Whatever <laughs> yes. makes everything convenient. If we you want.
1: the less you have to think about it, the,
2: the better more, it is. The
1: better it is
2: for and most. So. Yeah, I'll for, agree, yeah, For most, <laughs> for, for, most. for
1: the automatic um, timepiece, you know, it was created to actually um, work based on kinetic energy, yep. um, to be based on movement, to actually continue its power as long as you were wearing it. Mm-hmm. So, of course, in the tradition of a manual round watch, um, you would wind it every summer hours for it to continue mm-hmm. to work. And if you didn't maintain that manual um, wound maintenance, the watch will
2: stop. Yeah. I will say, that's why I like manually wound watches, though, because mm-hmm. it gives you a an intimate moment sure. to share with the watch. These of things course. are expensive, whether they're five hundred dollar Studio Underdog watches or you know a a sixty three hundred dollar Hesalite Speedmaster. Mm-hmm. Yes. You have to wind it every you to wind two it. and a half days. Yeah I,
1: think, yeah, I think about I think about a manual wound is a stick shift car.
2: Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's, yeah. A, that's a really
1: good analogy. Yeah. You know, yeah. it, 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 it really speaks to the fact that you almost appreciate it more. You, you like, you know, for a stick shift vehicle, you have to listen to it, you have to feel it, you have to be connected with the vehicle. Mm-hmm. I think
0: that's an excellent point, sir.
1: Um, you know, when it comes to a manual on watch, it's the same thing. It's like, I have to wear this consistently and understand that it will stop on you me. You have to be connected to it. Yeah. You have to be connected to it. So um, with that being said, you know, manual versus automatic, I have no bias as well. I Res- love timepieces. <laughs>
0: respect to you. <laughs> um, so there you have it, quartz versus mechanical. Um, now, with respect to movements, um, you know, the quartz crisis was a, a period in time where innovation forced the industry to react. Yes uh i feel like to a lesser degree that's happening again yes. um and one of the most one of the most recent innovations in terms of movements is the spring drive movement um this made famous by grand seiko yep uh you being a
2: friend the, of grand the, o- seiko. the only brand that can do it <laughs> <laughs> i'm gonna let you take that one sir well it's is crazy because what is a spring drive movement so a spring drive in essence is a hybrid It's like taking a a quartz, the things that mostly make up of a quartz movement, quartz crystal, copper Mm -hmm. coils, mixing it with a mechanical movement. Grand Seiko Spring Drive still has a rotor, Yep. but it also has quartz crystal and a copper coil. Mm -hmm. The way that that works is though, that quartz crystal and copper are only there for regulation. It still works like a normal automatic watch. Yeah, so there's no battery. Right, no battery. You don't need the battery. Mm -hmm. What's in it is a magnet that floats and it replaces the standard escapement. There's no coils, mm-hmm. no wires being wound. It's a magnet that constantly spins. No oscillation, no mm. pallet fork. The quartz crystal is there for that. Right. That's what makes it the most accurate mechanical movement in a wristwatch. Okay. Is that the magnet that powers it constantly spins. It doesn't Got oscillate. It. So what oscillations are, it's forwards and backwards. Mm-hmm. like a half circle. So when you look at your watch, if you have a watch in the Exhibition case back that's not a Grand Seiko spring drive, look at it right now and you'll see that it goes back and forth. Yeah. Goes back and forth. Mm -hmm. Grand Seiko does this. It spins. Yes. Constantly rotates. Yes. And that's what makes the second hands glide. That's why it's so hypnotic to look at. Yeah, it
0: really does glide. Yeah. It 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 almost sweeps. Yeah, it looks like it's floating. It really does. It does it in the level that automatic watch. Yeah, and if you have
2: a spring drive. Turn your watch around right now and look at mm-hmm. that movement. It just spins. It doesn't stop. Yes. And the crazy thing is that there's a magnet making that happen. It doesn't touch anything. It just floats inside of where that barrel is. Yes. Right. And the other cool thing is, which is kind of crazy, is that it's an innovation mm-hmm. that's been around since 1960.
0: Yeah, it's not super new. It's not new at all. But it's famous
3: Mm -hmm. now. Now. And then that might be because- It has a cult
2: following. Grand Seiko has
0: been newly introduced into the US market. Since
2: 2010, so- And
1: you know what's crazy too is um, I think what Grand Seiko has decided to do With their latest timepiece The Omi Watari Yeah it's a manually wound spring drive It's a manually wound spring drive And you actually see the magnet More prominent than you have seen In any of the timepieces Because there's
2: no rotor blocking the movement There's
1: no rotor blocking movement There's just a giant magnet that sits there and spins And you literally see it
0: Speaking of Battle Royale We recently had a post on our Instagram stories uh, for the best blue dials, and Naomi Watari actually came in second.
2: What was first? Horace Carl Brashear. All right, I can't be mad at that. Can't be mad at that. Both brains are like, you win this time. Um,
0: DJ. so the next question uh, what movement do you prefer and why? We'll go to Rashawn.
1: Oh, man. Um, well, the spring drive does fall into um, mechanical, but it is a hybrid. Mm-hmm. I already said that I am unbiased. <laughs> Respect. So I'm going to che- I'm going to I'm going to cheat and I'm going to make my. It's not a cheat. I'm it's gonna, not that, a that's not a cheat. You, I'm yeah, make it's a real my thing. Own prefer, and I'm going to say the spring drive because it is both a mechanical and a quartz hybrid
2: okay so, so i'm gonna means, say i love
1: i'm gonna say i love them
2: both that means after this episode you're rocking the grand Seiko for the rest of your life right listen
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: he might i just might
2: um
0: how about you sir
2: i'm going with the manually wound movement respect i want to touch and feel yeah. and look at and play with my watch i don't just want to wear it with that being said to echo Rashawn's point I can still get a manually run spring drive. So I will. Sure. Omiwatari is the one for me. The Omi Watari has an incredible dial. It's beautiful. It looks like it it just looks like waves. Yeah. It's gorgeous. Shameless plug, they're dropping a the new watch. SOGA 07 is a reference. Oh my god. Similar movement, except it has a five-day power reserve. It's incredible. Still spring drive. It just has a, a navy blue dial instead of that ice blue. Okay, it's a, yeah, it's, that's, that's, that's actually, it's that's, a, yeah, that's It's an fire. unfrozen lake sewer. Yeah. That's fire. Know, on the bracelet too.
0: Um, I'm gonna have to, to, to agree with, I'm gonna have to agree with you, Ben. Um, Manual. I prefer manually wound movement. Um, almost for the same reasons. You feel connected to your watch. Mm. I like feeling connected to my watch. Um love automatics. I have no problem with the quartz movement. Um to me uh especially on a new manually wound movement there's nothing like turning it and that feeling crunch. the teeth crunch. Yeah. That's like one of the most satisfying things. It's a good sound. Oh my god, I love it. It's a good sound, it's a yeah. good feel. Yeah. Like you can date a Manually wound watch by how you turn it, mm-hmm. the crown, mm-hmm. like you can feel it, yeah. And it's like, oh my god, this thing is either like extremely old and weathered, or this thing's brand, brand, brand new, new. spanking, um, or in many cases, you know, there have been situations where I've put hands on vintage, uh, manually wound watches, and you turn the crown and you realize, oh my god, this thing is never really been worn yeah Mm -hmm. it's like it's been sitting in a safe somewhere and someone's yeah someone's
2: drug but at the same time we can also tell if it's like this might need to be serviced oh 100 yeah yeah, yeah. you can feel all of those nuances yeah you don't get that in automatic watch
0: you don't get that in automatic watch but automatic watch i mean i understand the convenience right And, and um there is also that feeling where you're connected to the watch and you, and you know it's running by how by how by how connected you are to mm-hmm. it, yeah. right and how often you wear it yeah and i have that relationship with my my bronze too yeah. this is yeah. an automatic watch i know if i'm not wearing it in a couple of days and i pull it out that thing is stopped
3: yeah
0: um but i do prefer a manually wound movement for for, for those reasons i just stated um yeah. There's a, almost a romantic relationship between you and the watch yeah, at that yes. point that I think is,
2: is really cool. The way I see it, too, like you were talking about, you know, manual and automatic cars. For all the car guys listening to this, think about, you know, your, your prized Ferrari or your Porsche. Even if you're not driving it, those things might be weekend cars for you. But maybe you have a slow Monday, you leave work early, mm-hmm. you get in that car return on just sitting there for a little while. Just to turn it on, feel it, make sure it's good. And then come Friday night, Saturday, Sunday, you're ripping the streets with that thing. It's the same thing with the manual watch. Same thing. Yeah. Same exact thing. You know, um, to
1: bring to you guys' attention, if you didn't notice, um, I've seen that you guys agreed on the manual wound because you guys both have a great appreciation for
2: the Speedmaster. Yeah, of course. Absolutely. Of course. I I think the Speedmaster is the first manual watch I really played with.
0: I own two manually wild watches. I have, I have the Speedmaster and then uh, the vintage Big Rose uh, Tudor that uh, my wife purchased me for Christmas. Nice. Uh, shout out to my wife. Um, shout out to Perry's wife. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So this takes us right into the Battle Royale uh, segment of this show. Uh, and there are several topics. Uh, where we will sort of discuss which we prefer. Um, let's jump into it. Uh, the first is uh, date or no date dial. Mm-hmm. Um, this is a nice. this is a big issue for 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 a lot of people uh, who collect watches, um, especially dive watches. Yeah, especially um, dive
2: watches. How do you feel? Let's start with Ben. Date he's right into it gotta have the date gotta have the date i understand people we have two subs pulled up date and no date sub. sure if you're a traditionalist if you want the purest submariner you go no date i get it but if you're buying a modern submariner you're gonna wear it (laughs) every single day you're gonna want the date trust me you're gonna want the date so date hands down Okay. I look at my watch more for the date than the time. I feel really. Yep. All right,
1: Rashawn, how you feel? I'm going. I'm going classic, man. I'm going no date. I'm with you. No date. I'm going no date. Um, just because it's super clean, especially on the Rolex Submariner. Very symmetrical. Um, super symmetrical. The Cyclops for me. Love the Cyclops, but um. Not, not what I'm seeking on, on, on this Submariner.
0: So for me, I have, I have uh, categorically, I have like rules in my head. And uh, on dive watches, I prefer no date.
1: Yeah.
2: Um,
0: on, on on a dress
1: watch, maybe.
2: No that's my next point. I feel like on the dress watch, you shouldn't have a date. I feel like I need it. Nah, it's yeah. the opposite. Because dre- on a dress watch, I'm
0: usually wearing that on an occasion. And I'm 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 one looking at the time to when I can leave. Yeah. Sure, But that
3: has nothing <laughs> to do with the date. I, you don't need the a, date for if that.
0: If and then, but I'm watch? also looking at the date, and I'm like, you know, I look yeah. at my when I'm at when I'm at when I'm at a function. I don't want to be at. Yeah, me and my watcher, right here.
3: Yeah,
2: what day is it? What's happening tomorrow? Yeah. what time is it? When am I out of here? Yeah. But if you are a function, you know the date because the function falls on that date. I feel I'm going. How if I don't want to be there. Yeah, but I just want to know the time at that point. Like, I'm out in two hours. I'm like this. But, all you're the right. time. but if I and if I want to be there, I'm
0: I'm not checking it. Um I'm probably only saying this because I got somewhere to be really soon that I want to go to.
1: Dress <laughs> <laughs> watch for me. I'm definitely going day and date If I if I can get a day and a day in a dress watch, I'm I'm for it. I don't it.
2: even care if it's on a dress watch. Give me a time only dress watch. Super sleek. I'm good. Yeah. If it's a dress watch, I want the most, like, I want the craziest thing for a dress watch. Like, I want a crazy uh, case material. I want a precious metal. I don't want to steal a steel dress watch like that defeats the, the to purpose. To I want a really good strap, and I want just a sick dial. I, want, I also want some sort of a complication. I don't want time only. I want a moon phase. I want sub subseconds, which is, like, the simplest thing you can do, but yeah. maybe a, a separate, like, then date that window to, that like, to the on GMC. the moon phase. But that speaks to the JLC, yeah, the JLC moon phase, or the more sure, perpetual. But sure. like,
1: you get you get the date. You <laughs> yeah,
2: and, 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 <laughs> and I get that, and I get that. You get the date, but I'm not. It checks the. I'm boxes. not checking that for the date, though. I'm just like, cause it's pretty. Sure, the date's a plus. Look, yeah, look, look at the. we it, talked about a couple of hours ago. The chronograph annual calendar. Yes. I'm not checking that for the calendar. Yeah, but
1: but the thing is that, like you said, the moon phase attracts you to the dial. What comes next? It's gonna be the day and the
2: day. Yeah, especially because it's red. You're right. It's contrast. It, yeah, your eyes man. go straight to it. So
1: that's what I'm saying. If I'm gonna do just watch, day and date, I'm feeling it. I'm Look,
0: I'm with you, Rashawn, on that one. My give right, me a. Definitely. Give my me a watch,
1: crazy. My, my professional. I don't need it.
2: Give me, give me a, <laughs> give me a crazy Jules Audemars with diamonds. I'm good. Right. Time only in diamonds. I'm set. Respect. I just want to flex at the party. I got the best watch. <laughs> yeah. No one even knows it.
0: Respect. Um. All right. The next one, uh, strap versus bracelet. You guys know where I stand on this. You're going bracelet? I'm always going bracelet. I'm, going I'm a strap. bracelet dude. Um, I am a purist. I, I uh, and that doesn't mean I don't appreciate a strap. I definitely appreciate a strap, but the strap for me is always yeah. a second option. If, if it comes a watch, on a bracelet, strap. right? Yeah. If it comes on a bracelet, you know, and I want to change it up, I, I, I'm definitely a strap dude. But I'm I'm more or less gonna keep it on a bracelet. For example, I mean I moved um, the bronze black bay tutor comes with a NATO strap and a bracelet. Have you worn a NATO yet? I have once. I don't like like it. it. No. I knew that was coming. (laughs) I didn't like it. (laughs) Yeah. And uh, it took away from it.
2: And I was like, no, this this belongs on a bracelet. Would you consider a third party strap for it, or are you just stuck on bracelet? Consir- I
0: haven't seen one yet
2: for cons- this. Considering the fact that Tudor and Marie National have a partnership, which sure. which they did, you know, in the past in the seventies. Yes. Erica's originals made those straps.
0: But you know what it is with this watch in particular, because it's all bronze, I feel like I have to keep it on a bracelet so that the, the patina, patina is, yeah. is Yeah, I can see that. I feel the same about this it, You know what I'm saying? I don't want it. I don't want to take it off and then put it on and then they're they're different. Right. I want to I wanna keep everything the same. Um uniform and anal like that. No, I get it. But that's that's how my mind works. And and that is how I think about bracelets. So even when I swap out, um, I recently I recently got a new bracelet for my Omega Speedmaster. I got the Forstner uh 1450 President bracelet. Um, and i I'm, I'm wearing that. Uh, a lot so that I can beat it up to get it to match the watch. Yeah. Uh, and that's just how my mind yeah. works. But where do you stand?
2: I stand on straps, but mm-hmm. I kind of contradict myself because I would not put this Oris on the strap for the same reason you wouldn't put mm-hmm. your Tudor on the strap. I want it all to age together.
0: It depends on the piece. Yeah. yeah.
2: Also, piece. to be fair, sorry, Geronimo, I'm not the biggest fan of the straps that these Tudors come on, but these Orises come on? Well, yeah, these Orises come on. But I would get an Erica's Original strap to match it. A which Original strap? Erica's Originals. Okay. She made the Tudor MN bracelet. She mm-hmm. made the bracelet. Well, she made the strap for the Karl Brashear Oris. And I would get one of those elastic NATOs in a similar color. Probably brown, even pink in the summer, to match the dial. Yeah. I think that'd be a, a good look. Yeah. But... With Grand Seiko, I put most of those watches on the strap. Mm. So like SBGA 401, which is that rose gold dial, rose gold hands and hour markers, Grand Seiko that I like so much. Right. I'm dumping down the strap all day. Okay. Dark brown patent leather gator. It's the way to go for me. Respect. Um, Where do you stand, Rashawn? I'm,
1: I'm gonna, I'm gonna have to say strap. Okay. I think, I think strap might be unanimous. Um. Just, no, Perry's
2: picking a bracelet. No, I'm oh, definitely bracelet. Perry, oh, Perry's gonna. bracelet. I'm definitely so, bracelet. I'm, I'm always bracelet. I'm well, I know, refer- I know you were.
1: I know you were referring to. Some You're a '90s wa- some baby. Pieces- I'm an '80s baby. Yes, <laughs> you know what I'm saying you were, you were referring to some pieces being on straps. So I yes. feel like even still, that's a little bit unanimous. But you know, looking at. The piece that's being displayed, I mean, and we're the showing
0: Doxa. the 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 gold uh, yeah, the gold Doxa, Doxa. Uh, yes. sub two hundred t thirteen pieces limited to thirteen pieces. This Beautiful piece. Is crazy, this piece. I would definitely rock this on a bracelet.
1: This piece on its own on a bracelet is like so baller.
2: I think the strap is the flex.
1: This is the biggest thing. So that bracelet alone, it's thirty k. Yes,
2: thirty thousand. You know what bracelet. I love about this watch? You know what I love about this watch? Tell me. This watch
0: costs $70,000. <laughs> right? It costs $70,000. Doxa. Excuse my language. We got to bleep that out. No, leave it in. No, 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 leave no. Leave it no, in. <laughs> um, it's a Doxa. Yes. Right? Even in gold, it just reminds me of Key West super bowl i just think florida, florida. i'm on a you know, jet ski you know what's crazy i'm i'm i'm, I'm drinking i'm eating key lime pie you know who's rocking this watch
2: who conor mcgregor on his lamborghini yacht it's crazy you wanna know why why because no one else is gonna have it yeah. sure they all it's have protect they all have rolexes they yeah. all have the craziest stuff yeah. they don't have a gold doxa and you know who will the guy who has all the money in the world and don't want to be like well, everybody else. this is else. the biggest
1: thing too. If you've handled this timepiece before,
2: you're like, damn, this is worth the thirty, the sixty Man, k.
0: That thing it's
2: is heavy. It's
0: you knock somebody out with that thing. Also, Doxa makes incredible dive watches. They do. Yes. Like, I mean. I, and I think in our last episode, we talked about undervalued brands. I mean, Dox talk about an undervalued brand. Doxa does not get a, the appreciation they deserve. Well, also, they too, make really cool timepieces. They
1: make very beautiful timepieces. The K-shape cool. itself is unique. K-shape. Fire. K-shape for it to be the you know the 40, the forty 42 millimeter that it is and for it to wear as small as it, it, as it it's does. It's a shape. It speaks volumes. But the deal is this. you know, um, They do really cool, fun dials. They do really... Uh, fun and cool straps and you know the reason why they are underappreciated is because they just re-entered the U.S. market. So I think you know of course when it comes to watches um, it has to catch fire.
0: So with me, um, I'm with you 100% but with me you know I'm all about the juxtaposition. Yes. I I Like high and low. To be fair
2: I think we all are. Okay.
0: What I love about this watch is that it feels like Key West. Have you been to Key West? <laughs> no. This watch, 70K, if I get it, I'm only rocking it with flip-flops.
2: <laughs> I swear to God. <laughs> well, it also doesn't make sense, right? It's a gold It, it doesn't dive make watch sense at all. That's what's so awesome
0: about it. Yes. I'm wearing this watch with flip-flops, swim trunks. And a T-shirt. And like. A V-neck. Not a, nah, I, I'm not that dude, <laughs> but TikTok. definitely, no, I rock, like, I rock like a, a long sleeve, like, you know, Florida merch tee. Like, you know, you go to Florida, you walk in no the nigga. yeah, like <laughs> something like shop. that. Like, <laughs> people, you know, with, with some crazy like sunglasses and, and everyone's like, oh, you from here. Yeah yeah, yeah. yeah, Look at me. Check me out. You know what I'm saying? Like, this is awesome. Yeah. It's great. Um, but I'm definitely, I'm all about the bracelet. And uh, and I feel like this watch deserves that. I mean, at that price point, yeah. You could, I just you could toss the strap out.
2: I think it's fire to be on the strap, though, that rubber strap. Okay. Ball on Again, Juxtapositions in the design sure. language with Ball that. On the Gold case rubber strap. Sure, it bracelet's baller, but like I a rubber I feel on strap, that. I get the argument. Like, come on. I get the argument. Um, also, definitely way more comfortable, let's be honest.
0: I find bracelets incredibly comfortable. Yes. I, 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 more than I, the rubber strap? Yes, definitely. That's just how my wrist is
2: built. Sorry about that.
0: Wrist check. Um, (laughs) Next, appropriately enough, as we were talking about this gold doxa, uh, precious metal versus steel.
2: Precious metal.
1: Oh, precious metal. Precious metal for sure.
2: Especially with the price of some of these gray market watches, precious metal. Why get a Rolex Daytona Panda Dial for thirty eight thousand when you can buy a solid rose gold GMT for the same price at retail? I feel you. Um, I, yeah, go I'm ahead. Sorry. Oh, I'm sorry. You got it. No, go
1: ahead. Um, I think, I think you know when it comes down to precious metal and you know, the biggest the biggest thing about it is you know, God forbid these brands ought to be compromised, you know you still have a natural resource. Yeah, you have value in the gold. Um, You have value in the gold. Um, We do know of brands that, you know, they have hunks of metal being steel, being sold for three and four times the price. But let's just say, for example, if that brand was to be compromised, you know, and you brought, you know, a Daytona for X amount of price point, when it is well over retail... And it goes beyond, you know, but I won't even say beyond, it goes below retail. You know, somebody's jumping out of a window. Sure. Um,
2: and with that being said, they out the window just to get it.
1: That too. But I'm saying, you know, and that's a double-edged sword. You'll jump out the window to get it, and You also jump out the window if it goes down in value. If you're but that
2: the guy. the world goes upside
1: down, yeah. Yes. But the world has gone upside down. We've just seen it on the upturn of- Right.
2: On the upturn of watches, especially up, with these
1: Rolex stuff, Of course. Of especially course. with that Daytona. Of course. Mm-hmm. So with that being said, you know, when I am consulting and speaking to guys about watches and, and brands and things like that, it's like, if you love the watch, great. If you have the concern that, you know, you won't be able to um move your investment laterally, then why don't you invest in precious metal?
0: I get it. Um me personally, um as a purist, just just how I'm built. Steel. Definitely steel. Um uh, when I buy watches, I don't even consider I never I never purchase a watch with the intent to resell it. Of course. Or the intent to get rid of it sure. at some point. Um, you're a great client it's it, it, it's it's it is it is the the very last thing I would ever think about. Mm-hmm. I would only ever sell a watch if I was in dire straits and absolutely needed to because I needed yes. the cash. So, um, I, I'm, a, I'm a steel dude.
1: For but to to piggyback on what you're saying, I think the guys that do sell watches and look at them as assets, they're not true watch collectors.
0: I think that's a great point. And, yeah, and with, that, with that, that being said and
2: with that being said. Now that said, doesn't mean like,
0: that I wouldn't purchase a precious metal watch. Of course. Um the precious metal watch that I would purchase would be the watch that I had to purchase in the precious metal. Of course. Right? This like I can't have this if you, one if you don't in have, any other yes. way because that's option, the one that yes, that is. Absolutely. Yeah. Right? And for me, um that would be the Cartier crash. Yes. So, I'm only going to get that watch in The gold bezel they don't offer a steel right i have have a question for you though but that that's a precious metal shoot
2: how do you feel about tudor making that black bay and gold i don't like it not at all i mean is it something i I don't i don't the idea of tudor making a a black bay and gold
0: doesn't bother me that particular design Mm -hmm. aesthetically says nothing what about it though it's the combination of the green and gold
2: Okay. I find it not the right shape for you.
0: Not for me. No, do I don't you, like the combination. Would
2: you? Do you think you would like it if it was on a bracelet? No. You wouldn't like the no. Bracelet oh, I think on it'd the be strap. amazing on a bracelet. Yeah, I disagree.
1: <laughs> if it was on the bracelet,
2: I think it would bang way more. I disagree,
1: but, but also, but I also think, too, if it's on bracelet, the price point goes exponential. What is that? What
2: sixteen? 16, 16, 16 but sixteen thousand. It'd be twenty five on goes, the bracelet. If it goes
1: on bracelet. would it be 25. It's going up ten. I understand
0: grand. what you're saying. Yeah, I understand what you're asking me. And to your point, you are right because of what Tudor means to me in my head. Right, it's a tool watch. I don't want a gold
2: Tudor. Period. Not interested. Mm-hmm. But there
0: might be a
1: guy Do you that think they made a good now, gold
2: Tudor? Sorry? Do you think they made a good gold Tudor? Maybe not for you, but in general. Is I don't good like watch? any of
0: their options. I don't like the gold Black Bay. I don't like the two-tone
2: Tudors. I'm sure. not a fan. Yeah, well, those are gold capped. Didn't know that. Different category. Well, those are gold, and I category. wouldn't know that because I'm not checking for it. <laughs> so uh, <laughs> this this is solid gold. Yeah, but I'm not carat. interested.
0: Now, what I would say I am interested in is I think the silver
2: 925, 925 fire black bay fifty eight is yes. amazing. Fire. I like it way more on yeah. the NATO. Than I think the it's strap. A,
0: and and I like it on a NATO. Yes, I don't want a bracelet. It don't on that belong on the NATO. That's one of those watches where I'm like, no bracelet. I don't want a silver bracelet. Give me that on a NATO all day. That thing is cool. Yeah. I dig that.
1: I, I, I could see, I definitely agree with you on silver and NATO, but I would definitely partner with Ben on the precious metal going on the bracelet. Yeah. Like a if, solid, they, if they made a, that, if they that if they did, watch did, on the bracelet. Like that, I
0: think it would change your I mind. I feel that way about the Doxa. Yes. The Tudor. I don't. I. I don't. We just, we, we just haven't seen though. it. We just haven't seen it yet. On the bracelet, but, but, but the green gold combination. That that watch case, the one that they gave us, even on the strap. You take it off the strap. Yes. Not vibing with it. So look. So now, is it is it fair to say from
1: you know our previous episode that you know um, that's where Tudor is undervalued because. We put it in this spectrum, we in this can't, block. That we
2: can't judge that yet. That we it's, can't, judge, we can't it yet. judge that. And I think that... It's their first gold watch. I
1: think that Tudor... I think Tudor has to go ahead To and, be
2: fair, though, you can't find one in the boutique. You w- can't find the gold blackberry in the boutique. But we've seen... We've had the luxury to see one. Uh, yeah, but we have... You, ha-
0: you can find it at the Tudor boutique. If... <laughs> And me packing for different. how much longer? Yes, you can. For how I mean, much I haven't been there in several weeks, so maybe it's not anymore. Gone. But when I was there, I, it's probably when I got all boy, they were there.
2: It's probably gone though,
1: probably isn't. I mean, but the thing is, this too, you know, especially with these new boutiques, and um, because that boutique had just opened up, yeah, they're gonna have the products. Um, they but sure it's sell going, just as going fast. back to what you said before is like dangling a carrot, you know. And that, that, I, oh, thing, you, that you thing, want thing, a Black
2: Bay 58 in bronze? We just sold one, but we had the gold one.
1: It's dangling sure. it's dangling the carrot. Right. It's, car- it's, it's, it's dangling the carrot and it's and it's definitely leveraging. And you know, it speaks to these brands I, being able to do that. It's I like I feel all of that. Having having that second option. I personally And usually the second option though no, is more expensive. do not want
0: to see gold watches from Tudor. I don't. I am not interested. What if it's under 10K? I'm not interested not at all. No, okay. That's not what I want from them. I love what they do with regard to tool watches. Yeah, I only want to see steel or other interesting you know, variants awesome. of, of metals that they do. But gold, rose gold. I'm gonna pass. So what about, on a, what them about all a gold? Day. What about
1: a what about a precious metal um, chronograph from no. Tudor?
2: I'm not interested. It. I don't care. Yeah, same. Really, yep. not interested. I would rather have the gold black bay than gold chrono. Wow, not interested. Really, part yeah. of the reason why I mean, don't even at, pop we're off. We're looking
1: at precious but metal. Listen. We're looking at a precious metal um, chrono now.
2: Yeah, but that's a Breitling, and they're literally regarded as the masters of chronograph. It makes sense. Facts. they can do whatever they want with the chrono. And I would still choose the steel.
0: Also, look at that that dial, steel mint, that fired. mint green but dial is also, crazy.
2: Also, that new Tudor Chrono that everyone's going crazy over, that Panda dial, has a repurposed Breitling movement in it. So if they made that in gold, the credit would go to Breitling anyway, because it guts to what matters most.
1: Sure, but that's but also too in that retrospect, for the guy that's seeking a Tudor. Probably does not have Brandon on their radar.
2: No, but when he finds out that the Tudor he I'm, just no, bought, not really. But no, the only but no one's, I would get is no Super Ocean. But
1: no one's no one's going ahead and saying like, okay, because this is where homework plays mm-hmm. its part. Right. We know that Brightling and Tudor share, you know, technology. They do. They do. And with that being said, you know, like I said, Tudor was a brand that was underappreciated, and for those reasons, you know. It doesn't really leverage the brands because of who they work with. mm -hmm. So it's like, with that being said, if you understand that a Tudor is partnered with Breitling and the price point for a Breitling is two times the price of a Tudor, it doesn't mean that you go ahead and you move to a Breitling. But it
2: it could though, because think about it like this, that guy who gets his hands on that new Tudor Chrono Panda Dial or Black Dial that has that Breitling movement in it, he can go ahead and say, I love this tour that I bought so much. I understand that it has a Breitling movement. I've done research and homework into Breitling, and I feel like I'm ready to buy one of their most iconic watches. And I want a Navitimer. Then it, what?
1: It depends. It depends if you're moved. or a Premier. But it also depends if you're moved on movement, because
0: I mean, I think that I think I think I mean to your to your point there's a ton of variables.
2: Yes. Yeah, but I also ton, think, ton that's ton a, I think that's the next step though. You fall in love with the watch because of how it looks and you get into the guts. And when you find out that for the you, guts-
0: Sure. For us.
2: But for for yeah. us, I think- There's for, a
0: lot of guys that will purchase watches because they feel like this is the one that they're supposed so to
1: have. So me and Perry, I think, come from an autistic standpoint where you come from more like the technical
0: standpoint. I think you're in between. I would say the same thing. You definitely have, an, you have a sensibility and appreciation for aesthetics um but but you you love the technology and 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 that's what i love about you because that's where i get a lot of my information from Mm -hmm. when we talk about watches right Mm -hmm. um we got to move on so we settled we settled that you guys are definitely precious metal yes
2: yes i i
0: i am steel. i'm on the i'm on the island for sure um the next and last category Uh, Probably the most important, definitely the most controversial um, tool watch versus sports watch versus dress watch.
2: I have a question before we get into that. I think I know what you're going to ask, but go ahead what differentiates a tool, tool watch, watch from, from a sports watch, watch. <laughs>
0: excellent point because they 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 cross yes at, at various points they're almost the they're same. almost the same but mm-hmm. um we do know not all, so a tool watch can be a sports watch sure yeah. sports watch can't be a tool no. watch. no and that's where the difference is but you're absolutely right and and i was thinking it as you were saying it um I'll let you take the, you you, you take that. You
2: so, elaborate. I believe is a tool from a sports watch is something like a dive watch or a Rolex Explorer. Sure. The Explorer is a sports watch. Yes, I would agree with you 100%. At least the Explorer 1 is. Yes. Because it's very simple. Yes. It's time only. That's However, an excellent
0: point because the GMT, crosses into tool when you talk about the Explorer 2
2: right because the Explorer 2 is a GMT 100% it says Explorer but it is a GMT it is a GMT watch you track two time zones on that watch yes it is a tool it is not a sports watch mm-hmm. a Submariner is a tool watch 100% however it can be used as a sports watch because you use it as a timer sure but you use it in relation to dive timing. Sure, but the problem with that is... I get it, because I use n- I can use 90% my... 90% of the people who have a sub diving. are not diving. <laughs> yeah. Desk they're divers. They're not. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> they're timing themselves. <laughs> that's they're that's that's they're timing how long they got to cook their eggs for. Sure. Well, but I don't, I don't do that. I mean, when so I do that, I feel like I'm, you do. No, I don't. I'm,
0: I'm using the chronograph,
2: 100%. <laughs> yes.
1: Not the dive. So, I think... Um, if I if I can um chime in a bit. Uh, I love the order in how this is. It's tool, sport, and dress. Because I think tool is the most robust. Sport is that in between of a tool watch, but also can be worn as a dress watch.
2: Yeah, people wear subs at their wedding day all the time. So what but I But you're sa- not wearing a G shot now. Your nah, day, you're wearing, a, you're wearing a sub this. though.
0: Now
1: what I'm saying is this is Dapper. Um, as I am today, I am wearing a sport watch. Sure. I'm using one that is purpose for timing and an event. Absolutely. Um and it and it matches and it coordinates accordingly. Um with that being said, for me, I'm going sports watch overall because it is that perfect medium. Mm-hmm. Um like you said, some manners have been worn at weddings. Some manners have been worn at black tie. Some manners have also been purposed for di- for I mean, diving. If James yeah. could
2: do, anyone could do it,
1: right? I Facts. mean, with that being said, you know the sport watch for me just checks all the boxes. Um, would I would I lean to a dress watch? Anything that's more dressy, I'm all for.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, but with that being said, I'm also someone that. You know purposes my watches for so many other things, so I can't use my dress watch to do what I do when I'm traveling, I'm in meetings, I'm you know doing whatever I'm doing. I have to use a sport watch because it has the complication and it serves the purpose rightfully so
0: sure, I get it um
2: so sport watch for me your sports
0: watch so I'm where do you watch. stand
2: dress I'm with you. Juxtaposition a hundred percent. You gonna Always, <laughs> Always juxtaposition. Always um, juxtaposition. You can wear a dress watch. So I, anything on yeah. a leather strap. Yep. It can have a complication whatever yep. you want it to be. But let's say you're wearing a Patek annual calendar with jeans and a t-shirt. Fire.
0: <sighs> this is what I'm talking about. So Fire. one of my favorite things to do mm-hmm. is to take a dress watch and dress it down. Yep. I love that. Yeah. It makes me feel incredible. It's such a power move. Yep. Because you can do it. You can do it. Not only can you do it, but especially when paired with the right watch, mm-hmm. it's like you know that that's not even the the heavy hitter in your collection. Yes. It's like, yeah, I'm doing this because I can. I can.
3: Right. Yes. And it's such a, more it's it such a
0: statement. Um, I think about the person that does that in terms of a, what they value, and, and B, how their perspective and their view of watches, their, their perspective and their view of art, mm-hmm. uh, et cetera, et cetera. Um, because if you're wearing, if you're pairing a dress watch with jeans and t-shirt, right? Yeah. The, the t-shirt is the best t-shirt.
2: Yeah.
0: And the jeans are also the best jeans. Right. Hands down.
2: Think about it like this, too. It's like, you can have juxtaposition with a tool or a sports watch, right? Like we said, you can wear a sub to a wedding. Mm -hmm. If you're getting married, you're probably wearing your best suit with a Submariner, right? Absolutely. Mm -hmm. So you can do that. But also, I feel like it's more of a power play to have a dress watch on and dress it down. Yeah. Because it's like, you know the dress watch costs more than everything else, Mm -hmm. probably.
0: Definitely. Definitely It is the most expensive piece you're wearing. Right.
2: And also, it's like... I was lucky enough for like eight, nine months to wear a good friend of mine's Patek Aquanaut, a 5167 I remember that. Yes, I used to wear it with a suit at work five days a week. I remember you wearing it with basketball shorts. Right.
3: (laughs) Playing (laughs) basketball.
2: Playing ball. Yeah. Nice to get this crazy looks. And it was like, when I would play it in basketball shorts and like a a hoodie or a t-shirt, no one would care. When I wore it with a suit, everyone would be like, why are you doing that? They don't belong together. Yeah. But then when I had the dress watch on, it was like, Why are you wearing this at all? Yeah. And I feel like that definitely speaks to a broader audience than the sports watch. Well it takes it, it
0: takes it to another uh conversation. Yeah, it where almost it, looks
2: like the the sports watch dressed up is the only watch you have. 100%. Whereas the dress watch that you have dressed down means you You got got crazier stuff you got crazier stuff
1: so let me let me let me (laughs) let me ask you because i because i definitely wanted to chime in sure um do you consider the uh jeje le coup reverse i love
2: when you speak french (laughs) (laughs) that's that's about
1: the best french i can speak
2: I think that's the best print you could all speak, aside from some curses. <laughs> so, words.
1: do you consider the Reverso to be a sports watch or a dress watch? Because in my the eyes- The Reverso
2: is a dress watch. The Reverso is a dress watch.
1: The dress mm-hmm. watch, is, it can't be a dress watch. It was, it was, it was made for a yeah, sport. But, what's, yeah, but, but not
2: really, though. Not really. It, how was it not? You, it, I not mean, to, think did, about it like the this. The intention was, was not to play the basketball was, in that. Yeah, the intention was not even to play polo in that. That's where you're going with this the intention was to have a watch that won't get messed up while wearing polo it wasn't specifically to play polo and it was like like hey guys of course we're going over here turn your watch over i guess i'm going right i don't have a choice and the crazy thing is is that that watch was made for soldiers but But
1: that's but that's also
2: that's also how
1: greatness is created listen i would totally wear it in the
0: fashion that you're talking about but that's
1: arguably why you know, these guys consider the reversal to be the first sport watch.
2: So, yeah, but at the same time, it was like, think about it like this that watch was made for soldiers, right? British officers that were in India playing polo, right? Sure. All military watches came on straps. They weren't on bracelets, mm. at least back then.
1: Well, they came on straps because traditionally they were actually pocket oh,
2: watches that were repurposed. They were, po- they were pocket watches right. that were repurposed, right. With um, with leather, with leather, or, or, or rope, or, or whatever rope. got to fit on your wrist. Yes, absolutely. Which we're is power why- shoe cord? Yeah, exactly. But that that just adds to our point.
0: I mean, you're hitting one with a lot of knowledge. Right? It now, is. It so is a tool watch. To you guys. It's
2: not a sports watch. It's a tool watch. It's the reversal so is a tool watch. It's a man, tool. I think, I think that's an incredible way to look it's at a it. Tool. I don't know if I agree with that. I would say it's, it's a, a tool dress watch. that now has turned into a dress watch. But I
1: think a sport watch, I think, listen, I think a sport watch is a dress watch too. Look, I think,
2: look, for the reversal, we can say <laughs> it this. is a dress I think, watch. I think too. We'll agree to this. Oh, is. man. It's in its own league. The JLC? Yeah, the reverso. I mean, that's that's my favorite but JLC. What about of course a sub? it is.
1: But what about a sub? We just went back to it. A sub, I I sub is a tool. I don't want a sub. I Unless it's I a- I never
0: want a sub. Unless it's a Red Tech 1680, I do not I'm good. want a sub. I'll pass.
2: I
1: don't know, man. I think the subs are amazing, especially with no date.
2: Like, they are, but the 1680 is the best.
0: And then we'll move on after this, because this is going to be very controversial, but I feel like everyone needs to hear this. <laughs> <laughs> because I'm feeling myself right now. Um... The sub, most boring dive
2: watch. I feel like that
0: about the Daytona. I yeah,
2: don't feel like that about though. the Daytona. Another episode. Let, let, I love Daytona. Oh man, episode but the five. Sub, yeah, I'm good. Really? I'm good on the Daytona. So
0: good on the sub. Who oh, also too? You know, I enjoy the watch I wore last episode. Um, my vintage Your Elgin. Elgin. To me, watch. way cooler than a sub. But
1: the thing is this though, I think it's because, you know, initially the sub was heavily sought after a couple of years back, right? Because of course it was the it watch. Can I get it? I can't access it. How do I get it? you know, as consultants, we went from begging guys to buy GMTs sure.
0: to going yeah. ahead especially and being like, if I, you would
1: go ahead, you would go ahead and beg a guy to buy a GMT, especially when like, you know, when I had um, watches available, it was like, I beg you to buy a GMT. And you'd be like, no, I don't really want that. I want to sub. From now the polar opposite to being like, sure, would you like a submariner? And the guy's like, ah, I don't really want I kinda that. I kind of want a GMT. I kind of want to. I want a GMT. I I want to. I want a red and blue bezel. I yeah, want a Pepsi. Everyone and wants it's a like, Pepsi.
0: What is going on yeah, here? Yeah, I don't get it. I don't you know get what I'm saying? I it. think
1: people are just. Um, but you know, to each his own. And uh, what they can't have.
0: Listen, Pepsi GMT is an amazing watch. Not for me. Yes. Yeah. I prefer, Respect to you who I want it. The quote, quote, uh, sub is not for me. If I had to go sub, I'm, I'm always gonna going go vintage. vintage. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, vintage, I vintage. would never get Same. a new sub. I hate the case. Um, and if I had to go sub, if I had to go sub, absolutely had to go sub. I'm going to the sub. Tutor sub. Yes. That's how I feel. the sub case. Absolutely. With the snowflake here. Yes. Get sub, out of here. I'm, I'm, All I'm day.
2: Oh, Roulette uh, yes. date dial. Yes. Let's go. What I love about those two subs too is when they get ghosted and fade, they almost look lavender. Yeah, they do. They, they do. don't turn blue; they turn yeah. purple. Yeah, which is great.
0: So uh, we got to move on because we're pressed on time. Um, but I hope everyone watching is enjoying. Same. Um, yeah, I think they are. So this brings us to our last segment: watches on our radar. Uh, something we did. Uh, on the first episode and we bring it back. Um, so what we will do per episode is we'll switch things up. You know, every episode is not going to be the same. We have different topics and, and different segments that we'll mix in. And, um, I personally was, was scouring the internet, looking at vintage watches again and um, what was on my radar, I'll go first. I was looking, um, I think it was somewhere around, I think the first episode we got into a conversation about Grand Seiko and, and we started talking about like vintage high beats and how yep. Seiko arrived where they did and, and the timing competitions. And um, that got me looking at a line of watches that I was looking at before uh months ago um but got it kind of kind of reinvigorated that um that whole conversation for me in my mind i was looking at um long uh ultracrons um Beautiful. which i think is an underrated watch Secura. a series of watches because not only are they aesthetically pleasing they are incredibly robust um they're high beat watches um they're pretty, pretty dope. I was looking at a couple of vintage uh, Ultracrons over the weekend, and they're incredibly affordable.
2: Yeah, I was gonna say, what's the price looking like?
0: Uh, they vary. So they range anywhere from like six to 700 bucks to up to, I mean, they can get expensive. They can go up to five grand. Uh, it depends on, on, on the one that. Did you see one worth five grand? I did. There's, there's a couple of Ultracrons that they did that were solid gold
1: price is definitely yeah. going to go up after you mention.
0: So, oh my god, I got to get one credit. quick. Um, the solid gold <laughs> ones, they they go up in price exponentially. Um, they have gold capped options, they have uh steel, uh, steel options that are the some of the steel options are the most interesting ones because they have the most interesting dials. Yes. Um, but really really cool line. Um, I was looking at a couple before. Um, I want to say maybe 18, 20 months ago, sort of like right before COVID. Okay. Um, and they've jumped. The prices are going up, but they're still very reasonable. Mm-hmm. Um, enough to pop off on. Um, a watch on my short list. Uh, definitely would expect to have one in my collection sometime within the next two years.
1: I like that. I'm. I'm not, I like the one you picked for the photo. Yeah, yeah. I was gonna say. Yeah.
0: I was gonna say that like,
2: solid gold one. This 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 one, one, right one is gold capped. It's good. And I'm not above a gold capped no. watch. I, I have I, a gold capped Omega, the one I wear respect. most. Respect. I definitely,
1: I definitely join you on that. So if we can, if we can source two, I'm with you. And okay. again, that's on that's
2: on a red strap. You know, I'm a sucker for that. Yeah.
0: This is a red Croc strap. I love yeah, red. this is dope. Yeah. Um, you guys had two options, right? Yep. We can go with Ben.
2: I picked the Timor Heritage Field watch.
0: So tell me about this one because I'm not I'm not very well versed in Timor. So
2: we've all heard of the Dirty Dozen, right? Yes, sir. Timor was a brand that made a Dirty Dozen watch. Okay. And they recently brought out their Heritage Field a couple of years ago. Now these look like vintage replica. Elgins to me. Like
0: yeah, it's World like, War like a replica. II, uh, Elgin's. It's basically a replica. A, like an A2.
2: Yeah. So Almost a replica of their Dirty Dozen watch. It has a broad arrow. It has basically the same exact dial, except obviously no radium or tritium. Mm -hmm. It's Luminova now. But it has like a Fotina to it on that Luminova. Mm -hmm. And the cool thing is, is that you have the option of buying either a manual or automatic watch. Wow. Yep. That's
0: dope. Uh, I would go with the manual, obviously. I would go with the
2: manual, too. It's also less expensive to go manual for whatever reason. I expect that. A couple hundred dollars less, but... I'm going... Yeah, this retails, it's... It's 940 British pounds, so about 1100 US dollars, I would say. It's not bad. No, not at all. If you want something that looks vintage, if you want something that has a lot of heritage to it, especially with the brand, Tim Moore's been around for a long time. Again, they did make one of the original Dirty Dozen watches, and you can pick uh, a variety of straps. They have a heritage-inspired NATO strap, which Mm. is like a khaki brown with some old insignias and logos on there from World War Two. I love
0: get. like these military inspired watches because yeah. they are they always they're super light. Um, it's straight to the point. They just get the job done. They get the job done. You can beat them up. Real this bad. is a watch you'll have forever. If you need to get it service, it's relatively inexpensive. inexpensive. Mm-hmm. Um, and you realistically, you probably won't need to get a service. And you probably won't. I mean, these things are work horses. Unless you
2: really, really do some damage to this as sure. a user and like practically break it, yeah. you won't have to service it.
0: Yeah. And it's got a sub die, which I think is really yeah, cool. Yeah,
2: sub seconds between at right at 6 o'clock. It's great. It's awesome. It's awesome.
0: Uh, I'm a fan. Definitely something I could consider. Uh, Rashawn, you had one yeah. the Accutron.
1: So I'm gonna go with the Akitron Legacy. Um, I love it because it actually um, manipulates shapes.
2: Yeah, it's the only square watch on the list. It's it's a
1: square piece. It um it wears a it wears small, so it's a smaller case. Um, I mean, I love the circa of the '60s. So Akitron was introduced in the '60s. That's interesting. So
0: it's crazy that you said that because in my mind, I'm looking at this watch. and I'm and like. I'm like I'm channeling 1960s vibes. Like that's the design. Yeah. Looks like a TV era that I'm getting from. Yes, I, I 100%. Say, it Looks like a TV. Yeah. The crystal,
2: the crystal, it has rounded corners. Yeah, it's rounded on the top and bottom, but the case is basically a square. You
0: know, how I feel about the 60s too when it comes to design. Yeah,
1: you love it. I mean, most of my timepieces. So for me, especially, is like if I'm not sourcing a timepiece from the 90s, like via like my birth year, going I'm going 60s. Um, I may even go as far as like the 50s, but most of my timepieces that I'm sourcing is like in the 60s. This, this is, a,
0: it's is a is limited edition too. piece. There's only 600 units of this one. Yes. And uh, it's got a, a half exhibition yeah. visible case back.
2: Is it automatic? It looks like it has a roller. can't tell from the photo. It looks like yeah.
0: it might be manual on, right?
2: No, I believe it's no, automatic. It's automatic. It's yeah, automatic. actually,
0: you're right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You yeah. can see it there. Yeah. It's definitely, that is a rotor. It's
1: definitely, it's definitely automatic. They're numbered, too. They're numbered. Um, I mean, it can be worn by both men and women. Um, What's the size? I think the case size might be 30. What is it? 34?
2: 30, it's like a... 30, 33. 30, it's a 33... 30, yeah.
0: uh, Millimeter case size, and it says, and it says, so this is a relatively small watch.
1: Relatively small watch, but because it has that square case, it almost it wears, wears bigger. Yeah, it wears bigger, sure.
2: natural shape of your wrist. Yeah, yeah, we won't get tired of saying that. Of course,
1: I mean, uh, and my most my most casual wear is a thirty-four millimeter watch. Now, so Accutron, don't
0: they? Uh, those are made by
2: Belova, right? Yep.
1: Yeah, yeah. made by Belova. Um, You know, definitely a brand that is pivotal in watchmaking. Um, so for me, like this this checks all the checks all the boxes.
0: I think this is a really cool piece. Yeah, for actually. Sure. I like um, the I think going back to too. what me and Ben were talking about with respect to dress watches, this is something that would definitely check that box. Mm-hmm. See, look. Like we, I would love to dress this down. We Full we circle. agree on something. <laughs> <laughs> we agree respect. on something. For respect. sure. We definitely, definitely agree on something. Um that about takes the cake, guys. Um So this wraps episode four. Um, This was amazing. I'm I'm glad we got to do this one. This was different than every other episode that we had done. This Uh, felt like a a Uh, passion episode. This was a passion episode, but I think it was also incredibly informative. Um, I just want to encourage people who who are watching to uh, ask questions. You can find us on Instagram at wristcheckpod.com. And um, our DMs are open. If you want to comment on the YouTube channel, please please comment there. And uh, remember to like, comment, subscribe, and most importantly, share. Yes. Uh, We will see you next week on episode five. Um, Deuces.